Defence Lab is an evolving thing, which I really, really like. But everything yeah. we do has a function, and it just makes you think a little bit differently about, you know, why you're punching. Hi, this is Mick Tully, and you're listening to Mixed Martial Arts. Check this out, I've been doing a radio voice. Hey, how you doing? No, I'm not going to. Beautiful. Yeah. No, keep that up the whole Boy. time. Well, my, my actual commentary voice is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I, sounds good, doesn't it, yeah. right? I either do that or I do the bumper cars. And that and the bumper cars, the waltzes at the fair. Scream if you want to go faster. Suicide Riders. <laughs> yeah, you see, I've worked on that one, yeah? Have yeah, scream if you want to go faster. <laughs> there. So, on today's episode of... Mixed martial arts, I've got the one and only Dan Holloway. So, Dan, we're going to start at the beginning because that's a great place to that start. That's a good place to start, yeah, fantastic. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Now, tell me, uh, that sounded like I was chatting him up in a bar. Uh, Dan, hey, we're all good, mate. tell me, how'd you start in martial arts? I started when I was about six or seven years old, I think, right. with karate. And yeah. My parents dragged me along to it, or I say dragged, I think I wanted to go. Um, I was actually talking to my mum about this the other day, and apparently we just walked past um, a class of karate guys, and I was like, I want to do that. So the week after that, in I went, at six years old. Six years old? How yeah. long were you there for? A couple of years, I think, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, two or three years, I think. Yeah, and then what happened then? And then, I got a little bit bored with it, I think. Um, I can't remember why, to be entirely honest with you. Yeah. But then I saw a advertisement for Aikido at the RAF station in Waddington, and then that's where the journey really began, I think. Uh, Aikido. Steven yes. Did Steven Seagal have any any impact on this? I had no idea who Steven Seagal was at that point. Really? So, yeah, I think I just saw some guys in black skirts and pyjamas flipping each other around and thought, yeah, that was pretty cool. That Hakama looks pretty cool, the doesn't Hakama, it? Hakama, yeah. yeah. See, I know my yeah, shit. Everyone thinks I'm just I'm phoning in here, yeah, but I know. Yeah, you lingo. So how long, how long were you uh, at Aikido for? About 20 years. Yeah, I was doing, yeah. About 20 years, so I started off with Shudokan Aikido, yeah. um, which is kind of a subsection of Yoshinkan Aikido. Yeah. So there's lots of different styles of Aikido and, and all this. So I did, I did Shudokan for, I'd say, maybe 10 years. Yeah, but Dan, you look like you're about 21. 27, so a little bit close. Yeah, yeah you yeah. see, he's a young looking dude, man. Young and good looking. Young, good well. looking. If I was going to set up a boy band teaching martial arts, you'd definitely be in there. The front man, yeah, of course. Um, I was I thinking more. Uh, no, no, the, no drum man. Nobody plays instruments anymore. Nah. You just be Howard Donald. Yeah. I don't, I'd just make you to per, get you to perm your hair. That'd be okay, it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah there you are. You're there. No so, what was it that you liked about Aikido? Um, I think when I first started originally, it was just literally I like the throws. It looked pretty flashy. It was cool. I like the wrist locks. Um, and then as I got a little bit more into it and I started getting a little bit older, um, kind of hitting the teens, I started instructing a little bit as well. Um, start getting into like some of the intricacies. I think it's a very complicated martial art. It is you know, very it's, complicated. It's got its roots in jiu-jitsu, like jiu-jitsu. That's the kind of lineage. And then um, I was very lucky to have some, some really good teachers along the way. I started off with a guy called Kev Riches, who's uh, about my height, but an absolute beast. Yeah. And uh, and then it progressed up to kind of Joe Tambu, who's yeah. based in Australia in Melbourne. Yeah. He's now eighth degree, I think, in uh, in his own his own system of uh, of Aikido. And actually spent a month with him in, in Melbourne as a dojo, say, so a right. student there. And yeah. when was that? Did that after uni, so that was 20... Oh, you make me think now. 2013, 2014? Yeah, 2013, I think. And so what did you study at uni? I did criminology and psychology. 
and then I did a master's in terrorism. You're joking me. Yeah. Do you know what? This is why I love doing this because it gets me. I obviously I knew you were a bit of a literary sort of character because <laughs> of the very well received and critically acclaimed book. Critically acclaimed, fantastic. Marshall Masters Volume One, uh, featuring who? Yourself, Mr. Tully. Oh yes. wow! Man, imagine that. Who'd want to know? Yeah, and believe it. Believe it or not, Dan actually interviewed me for that. I did indeed. For that August tome, as I we did say. It here, didn't I? You did, I yeah, did, downstairs, yeah, downstairs in the in the healing room. Yeah, in the healing room. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 I, I've never been in a knocking shop, but I'm convinced that I, that's what a that's knocking shop looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, criminology and psychology, right? Sure. What got you into that? I did law at A level and really yeah. engaged with like the criminal side of it. Yeah. The civil side. Didn't really no. to me, pretty boring, but I like the murder cases, like the homicides and the theft and stuff like that. So the criminals, it was pretty interesting. And then it was all, I, kind of from that stage, I wanted to join the police. Right. So I thought, yeah, this could be a, a good... I always thing. wanted to be a policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah. I thought this could be a good little intro into it, I suppose. So then I went, okay, yeah, criminology with psychology, that'd be good. And then basically, I'll be entirely honest with you, I, went, I, I did my master's because my friends were staying for an extra year. Really? Uh, and I was, I was quite involved with the mixed martial arts club at, at and where, uni. What, what uni was this? Hull. Yeah. Oh! Hull. 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 There's no H. Hull. Hull. No, 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 there's no, it's Hull. Hull, yes. Uh, is, the, is the town of nightclub still there? It is, it is. Yeah. Uh, Saturday it, nights at and, Asylum, Asylum Bar. And it's is it £10 all you can drink still? No. I'm afraid not. 15 no. quid now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's, like, it's like the price of Freddo's. It That's is, when yeah. you know you're getting old, when you can price of 10p, 25p. 25, 25p for Freddo's. Bobby, Jesus Bobby Christ. So, and did you enjoy the terrorism doing the masters? I did, yeah. It was civilization, terrorism, and descent was the whole thing of it, I suppose. And yeah, it was interesting. I enjoyed the terrorism side more than more than the rest of it but, but the, the, you got me on something that I'm yeah I'm fascinated by this sure. yeah bear in mind I'm I'm you know I am like the UK's version of Joe Rogan you know right. I sound yeah, like yeah. I know what I'm on about I don't and a lot of my shit is bro science a load of it yeah yeah but the, the first of all when you were saying about the criminology yeah um why people want to be bad mm-hmm. or why they choose to be bad because I don't believe that you know the devil forced them to do it sure, or sure. anything like that they, that you just want to be a bad person yeah. that's what you do right so um, that fascinates me but then terrorism really fascinates me because not only is it so there's obviously there's the, the mass hysteria and the mass the mass um, hypnosis that a lot of these mm-hmm. guys because they all believe in this ideology yeah, yeah. Uh, horrendously and it's like I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy in the world, but that all sounds like shit to me. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, what you're telling me, you, what you say utopia is, that doesn't sound. That's, that sounds like a really shit day at the office. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what what did you what did you find when you were studying terrorism? It's a very complicated subject, and yeah. I don't think you're ever going to get an answer to it. To be entirely honest with you, um, I think there's a whole wealth of of reasons behind why people. Obviously, um, do the atrocious things that they do from socio-economic reasons to kind of that cult, in a way. You know, you find a charismatic leader. It's the same with atheists. You know, look at Charles Manson or anything like that. Made this cult, got a huge following. But Hitler, you know, you're going the same thing. How can someone as nutty as that start a world war? Well, you see, this is you know, people don't realise this. It's the beauty. The beauty of history is, um, well, it's the beauty and the curse. You get to rewrite history with Adolf Hitler until we realised what he was doing in Germany, like especially in the camps. 
he was just a clown to us yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. We were like this guy with a funny moustache. Yeah, yeah. Chaplin made a silly movie about him. He, yeah. The guy's an idiot. Yeah. And then you're like, no, he's not. Shit, this guy yeah. is a he's a fucking badass. Yeah. He, and it is. It's it's charisma, man. That's yeah, what it's makes it happen. Thing. Yeah. And, and it even links to the martial arts. You could teach an absolutely shy system and complete bullshito. But if you could sell it, and if you're that charismatic guy who goes, yeah, these no-touch knockouts, they work every time. And yet suddenly you see it all over YouTube, don't you? People falling over, no-touch knockout, charismatic guy. Well, I'm going to get you to spend that, because I'm a a charismatic guy, and I'm not making a fortune at this. But unfortunately, I I, I actually don't want to BS a lot. That's what kills me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I really want to BS if I can make money, but then sure. I have to live myself. That's it. That's it. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. So the the no touch knockouts. You've seen some of these on YouTube. I have. Yeah, it's it's always floating around, isn't it? You always get these Facebook videos people share, YouTube videos people share, etc. It floats around the Facebook. Have you ever seen the one where the guy actually signs the fight contract? The old yes, dude. Yes, 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 yes. Do you feel sorry for that guy? Really bad. Really. Bad. I, yeah, that's one of the only times ever. It's like, the, the, at what point? And literally, you see, like, because he even bought his own shit. Oh, yeah. You can see like, the look he, of shock. He was face. like, what? Yeah, this guy just hit me. These what? guys have been BSing me all these years? Yeah. And it was like, what the hell? You do, you feel bad. It's just, how do you get to that point of that, that amount of delusion? How do, you, how do you think that happens? I have no idea. I think it's, you do it enough, you start believing your own shit, don't you? Well, it, it, again, it's the old cognitive dissonance, isn't it? You buy into it that much, mm-hmm. you know, it, it has to work because yeah. the alternative is too terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, what, so I've been just bullshitted for yeah. five years. Yeah. No, I believe uh, it no, works. No, no, it works, it works. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting you've said this because Aikido is a much maligned oh, yes. art. Yes, yes, yes. Right? And I feel really bad because, yeah, I know a couple of guys and they're nice enough guys, but they can never fight sleep. And I've often said, if you say that Aikido is an understanding in mechanics, Mm -hmm. body manipulation, uh, me personally, what I think actually would be one of its benefits, but they wouldn't see it as... The, the art of cooperation, understanding, mm-hmm. and just saying, like, this is a workout where you're going to help me look good and I'm going to help you look good. Sure. Then I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. Yeah, yeah. But it's when they say, you know what, this will work against Conor McGregor. Sure. And I'm like, it fucking won't. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. but it just won't. Yeah. So what's your take on that? I think every martial art has its place. I think it's pretty much as simple as that. I think every martial art has got its downfalls. Um, I think Aikido, like you said, is much kind of debated topic, yeah. I suppose, because it is a traditional martial art. It's got its roots in jiu-jitsu, went through Aikido jiu-jitsu, you know, um, the founder, Mario Ueshiba, was a man of peace, yeah. you know, and as he was doing his later stuff, he was quite an old guy, you know, he was, he's, but I think when he was younger, he was a badass, Yeah. and he was knocking people down, knocking people out, and breaking arms, and he was a badass, but people only really see the older stuff, like the more the more showy, the more flowery kind of yeah. Aikido. But the thing, I'm not a big fan of that. For me, it's always been about how does this work? Every yeah. martial art for me, you know, as soon as I was kind of reaching it, reaching an age where it was like, oh, self-defense, is this a thing now? You know, because when you start martial arts, 26 or whatever, you're not necessarily thinking. No. You're not. You're, you're, you're working out with around and, yeah. Yeah, and have a bit of fun. But then maybe you start hitting the teenage years and you start questioning stuff a little bit more and you start going, does this work? If someone took a swing for me or, 
is someone grabbing me this way? Is it, is it going to work? You know, or I'm yeah. just going to kind of go, oh, fuck, and try and put a wrist lock on and suddenly nothing's going to come. Yeah. So I think I was lucky in a way because the Shudokan style and then subsequently the Yoshinkan style that I trained in are both scenes kind of a hard style of Aikido. It's a little bit more realistic, it's a little bit more, it's a bit less flowery, a bit more yeah. um, direct, I suppose. And even his, his method of teaching is quite direct and, and very angular and this is yeah. the way you do it, etc. The Yoshinkan system is taught to the Japanese riot police. It's got to work then. It's got, there's it's got, got, there's got to be something, something in there. Yeah, there's got to be something in there. And there's, there's a whole nine-month program over in Japan called the Senshusei course that's, that's pretty badass, I think. There's a book on it called Angry White Pajamas. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, by yeah, yeah, Robert Trigger, yeah. Yeah, I was taught by quite a few of the guys in there, like Robert Mustard. You know, right, you know, okay, Jesus. Jack Paye, people like yes. that. Jack Paye graded me to third degree black belt, so some wow. of those guys. And they were all from Gozo Shioda, who was the did. founder of Yoshinkan, who was a badass, and yeah. used to kind of go out and, and pick fights. Yeah, see if it Just works. to see what happened. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it's all got its place. Yeah, yeah, but that's it, you know, like, I, I've, yeah, again, without, I don't, want to draw too many comparisons to Joe Rogan yeah <laughs> he's way better at jiu-jitsu than me but I think I'm a lot funnier than him but uh, me and him thank you very much yeah, okay. but we um, we both say the same thing yeah it's like uh, I've been training all my life all my all my adult life I've been training and violence still terrorise yeah, when I say violence I mean real fucking yeah, in your yeah. face violence yeah yeah Going up against another guy in a pair of pyjamas doing jiu-jitsu, I'll fucking rip him. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Putting the gloves on, rip him. Rip him. Yeah. Guy comes in at half, half two in the morning, I, 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 I'm that scared, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm that, that, that's how scared I am. Yeah. I'm prepared to kill you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of people getting into martial, getting into fights just for the fun of it, I'm like... And, the, the, you know, my, my other one is the angry man syndrome where it's like... He's looking for a fight, and you're like, you don't know anything about yeah, fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is like jumping out of a plane without a fucking parachute. Yep. You Are you for real? Yeah. And they, but they, you still see guys do it. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the MMA generation, that and they oh, go, oh, yeah. I knocked a guy out, and you're like, you train five nights a week. That guy doesn't train. With a tap out t-shirt on. Yeah, and he's wrong. Oh yeah. Don't it well. That's. That's it. Well, that's the that's the standard uniform of a douchebag. It is, yeah. As soon as you see a tap out t-shirt. Avoid. Yeah, time to knock him out. Time <laughs> to knock him out. So, did you go straight from Aikido into DL or what? How no, did this work um, out? I kept doing Aikido up until a couple of years ago, really. Now, um, and then I just kind of, I don't know. I just it, it had a lot of questions. Yeah. For me, and um, obviously training with Joe in Australia was amazing and a really great experience. And um, I won't go back on it. Anyway. It was really, really, really fucking tough. Really yeah. hard work. And uh, but yeah, I just wanted something a little bit more. A little bit more street orientated, I suppose. And I was still, I was kind of dipping my toe in other things. So at university, I was part of the Mixed Martial Arts Society there. Did treasurer for a year, social sec, and then vice president eventually. Right. Um, so I was getting some good training in there with a guy called Louis Chapman, who was um, at that time quite a pretty decent fighter. Yeah, I know, I know the name, yeah. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. Pretty decent fighter. So he was our coach there, basically. Right. And then I came back to Lincoln after, um, after finishing uni and uh, just wanted to carry on with the MMA, really. So I went to, as it was then called, S2C8. Um, it's now called Function First. Yes. Either yeah, there. Yeah, Matt uh, Frost. The, yes, Matt Frost. Yeah. So I was originally going for the MMA program, just thinking, I'll keep it up. I like the groundwork, I like the striking, I like the clinch, etc. And uh, they said about his KFM program. I was like, oh, it was KFM. Yeah, because Matt, Matt was a big, big Kesey guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was top yeah. team. Yeah, he was yeah. top team. And uh, they basically gave me intro of it, and I was like, Wow, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, I like this. This this is kind of starting to answer some of the questions that I had, and yeah. 
And yeah, I just kind of carried on doing that for a couple of years, really, training. And then um, kept up with Aikido as well, so instructing that, doing my own thing. Um, keeping up with Casey, keeping up with a little bit of the MMA and stuff, just keeping myself generally training. Yeah. And then obviously meeting lots of cool people as well through my blog, like the Marshall View. Yay! Yeah, another nice little plug there, enjoy. So that just started as a result basically of me training quite a lot of different things and having a lot of thoughts in my head. Yeah, so I thought, get them out. I think it was Matt actually who first said, why don't you just put them out and... Yeah, Matt, what happens. Well, Matt's an interesting character. Oh, yeah. Now, that, now that's a guy I need to get on the show. I've interviewed him before. It's yeah. For the Marshall View, it's... Uh, that guy's got... That, he's led a life. He's led he's a led life. A life. Yeah. Trust me, that guy's that guy has led a life and so then some. Has. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's that... There, 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 you can't pigeonhole that character. You cannot. <laughs> he's he has been many guy. things to many people. Indeed. In a good Indeed. way. In a good way. Yeah. So the Kisi, you liked it? Mm, I did. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I just liked the shaping. I liked... Um, it wasn't one-on-one. I liked... It, it did stuff from seated, kneeling, standing, etc. on your back. Yeah. Like from that. I'd never kind of seen stuff like that because I always had traditional roots, which was just, you know, kind of the Aikido stuff and, and then some of the MMA, but still, it was, if it was groundwork, it was BJJ. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like, right, smash them up and then get a dodge, basically. It was yeah. a little bit more... It was a bit of a, a mind switch for me, basically. Yeah. Um, so then uh, I left Function first, continuing with the Aikido bit, um, and they did their own program, I think, called Renegade Street Tactics. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And the KFM obviously disbanded, and everyone went their own way, and I think Matt just kind of did his own thing. Yeah. And then I, thought, I started seeing more stuff being put out by Defence Lab, and I was like, okay, this, this, this looks this looks like, this, this looks, it's good, yeah, yeah, I like it, yeah. Um, so then um, I went and trained with Paul Strowley, quite yes. a bit, who's obviously Andy's number number one really I suppose in the UK definitely yeah um, so I travelled over to Hull for, for a few months just kind of getting a bit more of an intro to defence life and seeing surprising that you were up at Hull and you never got I know, to see yeah, him right it's just it's crazy isn't it yeah, yeah. It's, obviously if I'd known at that point yeah I've got well I've got one of, one of my affiliate instructors Paddy Cooney shout out to Paddy <laughs> he's a ginger Irish old school karate boy uh, instructor with uh, Rick Fay now cool. uh, really really good really really good guy and um, when he first came to me, he said, the only thing, the only thing that's anything like you is uh, there's a Kesey guy in Hull. And I said, go and check him out, go and check him out. And then he, he came back and he was like, yeah, it's cool. He goes, but it isn't what I want. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. That, yeah. A lot of people don't, uh, that's the one thing with martial arts. People get very, very, very uh, offended is the best word. And you go, it just isn't for me. Yeah. How many times you go into a restaurant and go on, uh, I'm gonna order everything on the menu because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to offend the steak. Exactly. Yeah. If I eat the chicken, the steak might be. No, no, I can't eat all of that. I'll just have this. Martial arts is such a personal thing. It, it's a massive personal thing. You've got to find the right fit for you. It's as simple as that. Or your your time in martial arts can be limited because yeah. you're going to start getting bored. You're going to start resenting what you're doing. You've got to find the fit for you. I yeah. Think. And what fits for me is going to be different to what fits for you. What fits for you is going to be different to someone else. Find I, your niche and go with it. I have this thing where I don't have anyone in my class that I don't want to spend time with. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And, you know, I, I've had it a few times where I've had people train me and I'm like, I really don't think... I don't think what you want is what I can give sure. you. And they'll be like, but, but... And I went, look, it's not you, it's not you, it's me. Aww, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, no, you know, sorry, I think you want the fuzzy-wuzzy kumbaya. Yeah, yeah. I, you're not going to get that here. Yeah. 
Yeah, go and find somebody else. If you want to contemplate your navel, do it somewhere else. <laughs> we don't we don't do that here. We don't do that. So DL, tell me a little bit about it. For the guys who are listening to the podcast and don't know anything about Defence Lab, okay. sell it to me. Tell me right now. Okay, so Defence Lab for me is the evolution of the Casey Fight method. Obviously Andy was one of the founders of, of KFM, it split up. Um, Husto was the other founder. Yeah. He did his own thing, Casey by Husto, and Andy um, went to Defence Lab. So basically it's for me because again, it's a personal thing. Defence Lab is it's an evolving thing, which I really, really like. It's not set in tradition. It's not 3,000 years old, or 200 or 300 or however long you're old. So you're not bound by those rules. It was kind of born in the streets and then evolves with the streets, I suppose. So everything yeah. we do has a function, from even our saluting at the start and end of every class, it's got a function to it. Um, and for me, that really, that, that, that struck a chord, I suppose. Yeah. And, uh, it just... It's like, yeah, there's a lot to learn here. And it just makes you think a little bit differently about, you know, why are you punching? Why, why yeah. do people punch? Is there one reason? Is there many reasons? Yeah. There's loads of reasons. Yeah, it's like, you know, you, you can bait people with a punch, you can knock them out with a punch, you can use it to then trap. It's, mm. it's, it's just cool. And then, obviously, the fan stuff's got a really good grounding, obviously, with the Casey stuff, and Andy's incredible. Learned with some amazing guys like Bob Breen. Yeah, uh, he's... Now, Awesome. Yeah, who's yeah. now like joined with the tri band, so, yeah, with the 4D stuff, and then Phil Norman as well with the Ghost. Yeah. So it's just a really cool dynamic. There's no ego, which is refreshing in martial arts to say the least. <laughs> just a bit. Yeah, it's just they all work together. You know, they're all doing different styles, but they're all kind of doing the same thing as well. Yeah. But it's just a different take on it. You know, Bob's got the the kind of traditional JKD roots. Phil's got the sport side, yeah, and exactly. He's got the well, you see, this Why is can't they live in, well, in yeah. And there's enough. Up. There's enough room for us all. Exactly. It's I. What I like, especially with Andy's, uh, just the way it's all formatted out, is he's one. That, Andy's one of the first guys that I ever saw that really understood the power of social media and how immediate people want shit nowadays. Sure. So literally, it's like right, I want to work out. I want to see what we worked on this week. Yeah. And it's like right, okay, download it. What? It's downloaded. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we did tonight, just go to the website, and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I spoke to Phil Norman about it, and Phil's like, dude, he's killing me. I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And then Bob's like, I, all I do is I turn up and film. But yeah, yeah Bob's like, Bob's like uh, I'll just do it. Yeah. And that, that's it. Bob's like, yeah, you find it later. I'll tell you, I'll pretend that I know how you get it. And then that is it. So how does, uh, where do you see the evolution of this, especially for you? Because uh, this is what you do, right? Sure, yeah, this is now the full-time thing as of a couple of months ago. Yeah, so that's Club. working out for you. Yeah, Defence Lab can open up in November 20, what year in, 2015. Yeah. So uh, it's been going... I have been following, I have been following your progress. Good, it's looking good. Looking good, nice man. Thing. Yeah, it's building nicely. We're starting to get a bit of momentum now and, and obviously picking people's brains and just taking everything you can from everyone that, that's being successful and doing well. And, and obviously, you know, like I said, even just through the past few years, it's, it's really opened my eyes to the bigger martial arts industry. Yeah. Whereas before it was like, Aikido, Aikido, Aikido. That's my thing, just Aikido. Yeah. And then as soon as the blog started happening, I was like, why do you come and train here? Why do you come and train here? Doing stuff with Lucha, like on the martial arts, supporting children with cancer stuff. You get to meet so many amazing people, amazing instructors. Yeah. And it just opens your Lucci's, eyes. It's all for an awesome course. Lu- Lucci, Lucci really hit on something with that. You know, there's... Uh, obviously, a- anything for pillage I'll do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, as said before, Tony's a polarizing character, but I, <laughs> yeah, I really like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's yeah, the guy's going through it. You know, it's the end of exactly. the day. 
end of the day, how many of us turn around and get like 12, months, 16, uh, 12 to 18 months to live and you're like, and you're still smiling, Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, I'll do stuff for Lucci for yeah, children cancer. Cancer? Yeah, came to Lincoln, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, came down to yeah. Lincoln. Yeah, told a few bad jokes, <laughs> beat a few guys Sounded, up. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And uh, one of the things that I, yeah, I, I bring to the training is it's like don't take yourself seriously. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm the best. I'm, yeah, I think I'm pretty decent. But yeah, when I, I what I do is I try and be the antithesis of all of these guys walking around with real serious faces. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm way better than you, and I, you know, I'm just a guy messing around with my mates here. You like no, chill out. Yeah. It's a hobby. Yeah, yeah this is all it is. So I know that there's a DL Kids program, right? Is, Which yeah. I actually, I want to pick your brains on. This is sure, sort sure. of half podcast and half business. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. So it focuses on kind of fitness, anti-bullying, um, a little bit of self-defense in there as well. But it's just fun, I think, is get kids into martial arts. Yeah. Um, or at least, you know, that's me personally what I want to do with my yeah. defense of kids. I want to make it fun for them. I want to make it accessible. And not to learn a little bit along the way as well. You downplay, you don't, you don't, you downplay the whole fighting aspect of it. It's, it is just. It's fun. Come and have a go. Yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. They're six, seven years old. We don't want them scrapping necessarily. No. You know, they want them to have fun. And, you know, I think, I think you'll agree we have a growing obesity problem kind of in the UK with horrendous. With kids yeah. just wanting to go on the Xbox and sit there as soon as they're going from school or sit for for hours and hours in front of the TV, which to be fair, I'm kind of guilty of as well, but at least I work as well. Yeah. But, I think this offers an alternative. And, just come, have a little bit of fun, run around, do the games, and it sets you up great for the adult class. Because, you know, we start our adults at kind of 14, but even in the kids' class, they're learning the shapes, they're learning to protect their head, they're learning different angles, they're learning different punches. It's, it's all it's all a setup basically, for yeah. just continuing into later life. It's a good foundation, you see. It's, yeah, foundation, good. It's very, very... Um, it's very funny how how so many people are so ill prepared for yeah I've I've done this before where I I taught a seminar once where I was doing a takedown and I literally my whole idea was I was going to do a takedown the guy was going to be able to recover some sort of guard I was going to yeah. pass guard and I was going to first of all punch him three times ahead then I was going to come yeah. him and that was the plan and literally it yeah I, we're talking yeah sorry guys but yeah it's caveman shit right so it it, it was a sta- it was the basic standard that I thought that the class would be able to handle sure. and then as soon as I went out I took a guy down as soon as I took him down he said well what will I do now mm-hmm. and I went well I want you to recover guard and he went what and then he, you know he's had his hands down by his sides yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. And I went, well, first of all, you'll need to try and cover your head or at least get your hands in between me and you. And he was like, what? So then, literally, I had an hour of doing takedowns and teaching people to get into a fetal position, cover, and then try and do a tactical get-up. And they were like, this is amazing. And I was like, how long have you been on the planet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You go to the floor, the first thing you'll do is cover your head. Yeah. Yeah, but you might break my ribs. What do you want? Broken when was the last time someone died of a broken rib yeah you know man up but uh, <laughs> sorry man simple as that but, <laughs> but it's the truth it's, it, it's crazy so where's the future what's the future hold for you for me it's just building Defence Lab linking to the best they can be you know it's building a nice momentum now we're getting stuff into the community we did a university workshop a couple of weeks ago that we got filmed and made a really cool video so we're hoping to work with the university more 
Um, obviously, it's building our own classes as well. That should work, shouldn't it? The uni. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. It's like, an intelligent approach to training, isn't it? So yeah, we did we did a promotional stand there, I think, like during a refreshers fair kind of yeah. thing, and uh, it got pretty well received about what we were saying we were doing and stuff. And I think yeah. we got like eighty names saying they were interested in doing it over wow. like, a four or five hour period. Um, so we contacted the student union and basically was like, well, why don't we come in? Just kind of show you a little bit about what we do. And they're yeah. like, yeah, fantastic. So. Um, we gave a little personal safety talk as well, just like using all PowerPoint and yeah. stuff. And then just showed a few defence art basics and everyone was just having a really good time. It's like I said, the videos on YouTube, you can see people laughing, smiling. And for me, that's what martial arts is about. Do you you do don't you have to be super serious all the time. And every every time you go to class, it doesn't have to be like, oh, right, we're going to really fight now and like test your metal and right. No. A- access. Do access you that, that mental state. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're looking at the reality side of the self-defence side. Yeah, you do need to test it. You do need to get punched. Because it's going to happen, you know. And these guys are self defence and and are doing wrist lock after wrist lock and really complicated moves and stuff. But then you'll, you'll put a pair of boxing gloves and the earth will drop out of their hands. Hey, like, hey man, as I, as I always say to people, I'm going to let you have this moment for free. It's like when a punch, when a guy punches you in the head, it shouldn't be a couple of horlicks. It should be an alarm clock. Yeah. And they're going, oh, yeah. what? And I'm, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, that shouldn't send you to sleep. That's what wakes you up. Go, yeah. Really? Let's go, yeah, man. Exactly, yeah. But it, again, it, yeah, well, they, we, we, we as a society don't fight, yeah. which we should do, you yeah. know? And I mean that in the best mm, possible sure. taste. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, com- healthy, good competition is good for you, especially if we, you know, you want, to, you, you want the tribe to carry on, mm-hmm. you'll need some warriors. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And not many of them want to do it. Nope. But, Dan, before we go, sure. I want the free plugs. So, <laughs> okay. first of all, your blog is? TheMarshallView.com And that will be... How regular is your blog now? Uh, at the moment, not that regular, to be entirely honest with you, because we've got so many other plates kind of juggling. It's taking a bit of a backseat. But it's definitely something I want to read. We've got some uh, cool interviews on there, like people like Matt Frost, and... Um, Husto, who's the, the Casey guy. And Me soon. Mick Tully soon, yeah, watch out for that one. And the award-winning and critically acclaimed book is? A Martial Masters, volume number one. And when's volume number two coming out? It is in the process of being done now, I think. So me and Lucia, we've got the names of what we're going to do. Um, we've just been downstairs. I think Alex Reed is going to be in the second one. The Reedinator. The Reedinator is going to be in it. himself. Uh, yeah. We've got Richard Norton in it, who's just done the Richard Norton. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got Joe Tambu, who's obviously my guy in Australia. Yes. In can. So some some pretty cool some cool names in there. With some big followings. I'll, 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 so hopefully, it should, it I'll, should ho- be I'll hook you up with one or two as well. Excellent. There, there we go. Are. There you are. So yeah, it's just all all going well. Life well, is good. It's a cool thing living. The martial arts dream. Hey man, get to train with people like yourself and and yourself, my friend. Russ and Scott and seeing and obviously supporting Tony and that's it. It's just a cool thing. Well, Dan, you be the man. (laughs) All right, thanks for your time, brother. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. You can listen to more shows like this on MixedMartialArts.com. Mixed Martial Arts is an abrupt audio production. Today's show was produced by Luke Berry. Thanks Thank a lot, you. man. That was painful. Painless. Yeah, painful. there you are. Yeah. Ah, painless. Painful, <laughs> to find out more about podcasting or get help with your own podcasts, head over to AbruptAudio.com forward slash start.